Ladies. Do the ladies. Hey. Do people still say that? I mean, if I'm, why I not? I feel like in the over 30 clubs they do. Okay, yeah, yes. that's where I am. So. That's where you are. Right. That's where we I can am. stick to cool. what we like. We all don't right, have to be true. on trend. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you know, trend us. Queens and all that stuff. Whatever. Welcome <laughs> to another week of Yes Girl. Hey, we missed y'all. Uh, we have missed you guys. I am Charlie Penn. I'm Yolanda Sanguini. I am Corey Murray. And we are Yes, yes Girl. Hi, booze. All right, Charlie, who do we have on the show today? Someone who is iconic. Iconic. Wait, is that so spelled I-C-O-N-I-Q-U-E? In my I, head it yeah. is. Okay. All right, I just wanted to. Yeah. In my mind it is. Is that a thing? Iconic. Iconic. Is that a thing? Oh Don't my you God. love how we just make it the words that we want them yes. to now? Oh, she is such a badass. And a badass since most of us were growing up. She is so dope. She is. We have Vanessa Bell Calloway. Oh, Moments. my God. Moments. I was so Auntie mad in my I missed head. It. Like, I want to hang out with her oh and, like, go running and all the sports that she does. She made me feel so bad, by the way. And she doesn't She's, age. She is so fit. She is so fit. And She's we a former it. dancer. Yes. Yeah. We're all fangirled out in this office when yes. she came. It was oh, like, yeah, we, she we, had mo- didn't she have a moment looking at through the old essence? Yeah, yes, she was on the cover. Julie found her old first essence, or her old essence cover. Yeah. And that was a moment. And yeah. we dug it up for her, y'all. We don't play. We love on you when you come here. Yes. <laughs> and she's here to talk about her season three of Saints and Sinners, which I know a lot of y'all watch. Juicy. Really yay. So <clears throat> please continue to talk to us. I'm at Corey Murray. I'm at Yoli Zama. I'm at Man Wipe Dog on Twitter and at Charlie Fan on Instagram. All right, guys. Now, if you're a new listener, please remember to subscribe to Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts so you won't miss an episode or actually anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us, okay? And please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you're there. We do read them all. We haven't been sharing the love as much lately, but that doesn't mean we're missing them. So always use hashtag Yes Girl Podcast, subscribe and share the love, and you can always chat with us on Twitter. Now, Charlie, we have a question as we go into Tea for the Week. Do we need music? I think we need music for Tea for the Week. We do. Oh. Yes. <laughs> hey. Tea for the Week. Ooh. Okay. Was that Come the on. spiritual? That was a Negro spiritual? <laughs> Negro spiritual that was for the, the Week? The, the Negro spiritual. The slavery version. was a choice? <laughs> that is the if slavery was a choice. Tea for the Week. <laughs> I said tea for the week. <laughs> because, you know, if slavery was a choice, it's Kanye West, y'all, you would be singing on your break. Many people will be offended. I'm sorry. Will they? A lot of people are offended by this if slavery we, was a choice. Of course. We, yeah. Oh, you mean they were offended by the hashtag? Yeah, yeah. But let's tell the people what we're talking about. Yes. Well, we're talking about Kanye West, who had a meltdown, fuck boy. I don't, I don't even know what that was. He's it probably was, going through oh, a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. But I want to shout out Van Lathan hey. at TMZ. Mm-hmm. Yes. You are my new best friend. Oh, my God. I yes. literally found him on Instagram. Yes. So, you guys, Kanye had a meltdown at TMZ, if you call it that. And, and Van stood up and checked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said slavery sounds like a, that sounds like a choice. 400 years 400 of years. That sounds like a choice. And Van was like, oh what you God. won't do nope. here on TMZ Live in front of millions of people because they have the numbers yes. is say that bullshit and not get checked. Wow. So he checked him and I immediately went to Instagram. I was like, I must find Van Lathan. I yes. mean, I've I, seen him on the show, but. Yeah. But I didn't know his name. I didn't like even I know his name. I didn't know his name. Which I feel really bad about. He also looks like Kanye, but that's another conversation. They have like, they could be brothers. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he read Kanye so well. 
And it was so on my heart that I found this brother on Instagram, followed him just to commit, yep. you know, and wrote in his comments on his most recent photo. Thank you for saying what we all wanted to. Yes. Signed, your newest fan. And this man, he said it, it He said it in over, in little over like two minutes. Yeah. He did. You know? He was so succinct. It was it, so Every word clear. was spot Beautifully. on. It was beautiful. It w- had passion. Mm-hmm. And then he was, it was also like a fuck you too. Yeah. 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 I'm frankly disappointed. Appalled. <laughs> Appalled. Hurt. I was like, oh, okay. And hurt was a good and one. hurt, yeah. Because it is, it's hurtful. Yeah. What Kanye is doing yeah. is hurtful. He doesn't obviously read. Doesn't know American history, does not know black American history. Because, you know, when people when people are new to social and like politics and they try to give back to you, like you're like, wait, boo boo, go read, this is, yeah. go read, yeah, Please. read a book. Which is sad because his mother was, I mean, I, don't, I know his mother was a teacher, but still, yeah. it doesn't. She it would doesn't. be appalled. And that's kind of what he was saying to Kanye. Like, this is what you're doing isn't well thought out. You're yeah. not thinking. No. That's what he started by saying. I don't think you're thinking at all. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in there. And what really bothered me, if y'all haven't seen this TMZ clip, please go watch it. It's I a good four hours th- of your life, but, but yeah, please. No, not the Charlemagne, the TMZ one. Was that four yeah. hours? Too? It was like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. TMZ that's the one where he's, he's standing with Harvey. What's his name? Harvey yeah, from I felt uh, like, oh, wait, never mind. Oh, okay. Okay. But when you watch it, I felt like I literally was watching Kanye West begging the white people in that office to approve of him and to applaud him for no longer caring what they think oh, when God. it seemed as though he still very much cares what they think. Mm-hmm. You know, and he kept saying, I did it for y'all and for y'all. For who's y'all? Yeah. That's yeah. a very white newsroom. You know what I mean? There yeah. was maybe one or two, three people of color that we usually see yeah. on that show. Like, so really, Kanye? That's what you're trying to do is get the approval of the other masses. But here's where I think we need to all check ourselves. We are dealing with a mentally unstable person. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that saying when they say, don't argue with a fool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. feel like we might be like, we're just fighting. A, like, this is just I, I don't I don't think Kanye is well. Right. And we're trying to be rational with someone who's not capable of being rational. I also think this is a huge publicity stunt. You do you think, think so? so? I really do. Really? I, I, I think I, I, in addition to him not being well and his crazy thoughts, but I do think this is all publicity wow. for, for his, his for his music, for this his album. Horrible publicity. Yeah. I, I was attending the uh, upfronts uh-huh. um, this week and the, the table I was at, we were talking about Kanye for a good 40 minutes. Wow. Everyone is everyone about is him. talking about him. Wow. See, for me. Uh, it might be. I mean, it's cla- it's like a playbook out of Kris Jenner, Kim Kardashian, that whole oh, thing. I know. So divisive. But, but and slavery hurtful. and black. I mean, that's the part where it's like racism. it's getting, you know, but. If this was his idea of publicity, then he really is unwell. He's like, not well. Like, if you go this far to sell music that probably would have sold anyway. Like, when, I mean, has it, have his album sales been that bad? No. I mean. But I mean. I'm his, his concerts sell out like he Still. makes really good money from his concerts are we going to his concerts i'm not not no, I'm anymore good. i'm not, car- i'm just curious anymore. who's and keeping I used his pockets lo- i love Con- you, you did i love you Kanye did you've gone to a many a Kanye and show you held literally on. every tour i go to but i i just ca- i can't do it he's saying fuck you to me mm-hmm. i'm not even african-american but he's saying fuck you to all african-american mm-hmm. legacy and history that mm-hmm. i know that i'm like i feel personally like Fuck you. And you're not going to tell us our oppression isn't real. Our struggle isn't real. What our ancestors went through isn't real. 
fuck you, Candace, whoever. Yeah, I'm sorry. Forgive me. But I, the fact that he's helping to amplify that woman's platform. What's her name? Candace I, I, Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. intentionally forgot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like the fact that he's using his platform to amplify hers with some of the clips I've seen mm-hmm. of what she's saying about what our ancestors went through and how we feel about What's and I wouldn't, and what is she saying something day? like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. would be disappointed in us and all this shit. And that whatever. oppression is in our heads and that we're Shut choosing up. to be oppressed. Tell that Shut to all the black up. men gunned down in the streets. But also, I feel like Please. Kanye, I'm worried about his life. Oh, absolutely. Because mm. he mentioned the opioids. Yeah, he's like unraveling. Like this is the signs of someone who you may have to put him on, put him in rehab or put him somewhere where he needs help. And he, he said he's help. still taking them. Not as frequently, but he did. Did y'all catch that part? Yeah, he did. I didn't he said he used to take them. like eight a day. Or oh, I saw that crazy. he started with two a day and then he, oh. yeah. And he said now he takes one a month. Yeah, or, like or something like that. But I'm like, but like boo, you didn't say you got rid of the bottle. Yeah. And that's what's scaring me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. If, you're, if you're well enough now to know they were hurting you, why are you still admitting that you still have some sort of dependency? But I have to say, as much as all this hurt, going back to what you were saying, Yolanda, that's why I did appreciate the hashtag if slavery slavery were a choice because we have to stop letting Kanye upset us like this yeah. Yeah. and holding on to this that he's, he's he's stirring up a new pot of anger and hate that we don't need right yeah, now. No. Yeah, we, we have real problems yes. that are, exist outside of his mind. Yeah. So the fact that we took something that really triggered so many of us mm-hmm. and we're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not going to do this with you. No. <laughs> we're just going to talk about how big a bullshit this is and make a joke out of the bullshit that you said yeah. not w- the context but just that you could even think we would be with you on yeah. that i i'm glad we did that because yeah, yeah, we yeah. got enough to be angry about I, that was funny as shit <laughs> i was happy to be at the upfront because i was at a table with white folks and they were like well, what are you what are your what are your basically they were like what are your people thinking about i was like he's canceled like i felt <laughs> yeah, so good to be like over. he's canceled and i was at t- i started mentioning the hashtag and they were like what yeah. What? And then I was like, I mean, no, he's, he's really canceled, y'all. Canceled. Like, I know he's we've been done. saying this for years, but I mean, t- let us know if you disagree. Yep. yep. But I just, whatever Kanye's working through, I'm going to need him to get through it, but not with me or yeah. my dollars or yeah. my support or nope. my streams. Spotify, no. I don't care what it is. No. Nope. Kanye comes on in the club, I'm gone. Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't, I can't my do it. My friend is a DJ, and she said this week when she was playing Kanye, people started booing. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. It's real. Mm-hmm. We heard that about, um, uh, someone who they were at a party and they played R. Kelly. Yes. And everybody I was did, like, yeah, like nope. turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. Mm-hmm. But R. Kelly's another one that's uh, muted. Fuck yep. boy. Yeah. There's a hashtag, right? Mute yeah. R. Kelly. Hashtag. I'm really here for that. But there is, you know, there's a lot of black women. We are Black Girl Magic headquarters who are, you know, they're happy that, you know, Time's Up and Me Too, you know, those movements. Well, Me Too was started by a black woman, but that time's up is taking on the R. Kelly mantle, but it's like, wait, but black women have been telling you about R. Kelly for decades. Yes. And no one did anything. So there's there's some black women who are feeling like, come on, don't co-opt our thing now to kind of get, and you notice it's getting way more national attention. Oh yeah. It's a different, it's the first time I saw a different platform. First time I saw a trending. Yeah. I was like, really? So, but I do want everyone to keep staying mad. Yeah. You know, at Robert. Yeah. Is there any happiness this week? My happiness has been Janelle Monet. Really? Yeah. It has. The I, album? I like the album. And I like that she is now out. But you guys, what does pansexual mean? Well, from colloquially, I think pansexual means uh, that you like who you like. 
It's not because they're male or female. You don't care about gender. And that's what pansexual is. Right. No gender, yeah. no identity. It doesn't matter. You just yep. like who you like. Like yeah. if you're feeling them. I like it. you because of you, not because you're a woman. No questions. Or a man. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense all those times she would be like, oh, I like androids. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it was really brave of her. It is brave. I, I, lo- I love when people just, you know, own their truth, mm-hmm. um, especially with a platform yeah. as big as Janelle's, you know, and I'm, I'm proud of her. I'm yeah. happy. And let me fix that. It's not just male and female. You may be attracted to transgender. and Oh, it's um, just any, so, yeah. any human. Any human. Yeah. No gender, any no human. identity. No, no gender, no identity. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I think that's the yeah. right way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this really brings up a good point because we're all still educating ourselves on what these terms mean and how they apply. And we have to. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that because she did that, a lot of people did Google pansexual. what is pansexual yeah. and they learned. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what we need to do. Did we have to better understand the world that we're in? So, and the album is also people love the music, and she I love really it. Put her heart in it. Lupita, Lupita really loves it. Yeah, she oh, keeps yeah fan. she keeps big fan. Like I've on her Instagram, she's always I think singing to make me feel. So Wait, I'm really distracted by something. What? Corey's eyelashes. Oh, <laughs> they are like. Oh, wow. Are those your natural eyelashes? Yes. Wow. Um, dear listener. <laughs> Her eyelashes look straight like she bought them in China. I was getting ready to say, did you just get, did you get some extensions? No, I just put some mascara. Oh my gosh, Which mascara if you could only this? see her eyelashes, they are so gorgeous. Uh, these L'Oreal, girls out here. Volum- Wait, Volum- and it's drugstore brand? It's a drugstore brand. Okay. Well, these girls are out here getting eyelash extensions. Corey's just like, oh, we just oh, put some just mascara. Little, little just mascara. mascara. Just, anyway. You know, just what God gave me. Back. I'm not mad at it. Corey. Back on track. <laughs> Corey's like, these? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to see um, it. We're back. <laughs> No, All right, one more, one more, one more tea for the week before we wrap and get into oh our. Oh God! Okay, so all week long, we have been dissecting. Yep. The Khalees interview, y'all. Girl, it was just like a bomb that exploded in our inboxes and on our internets and on our feeds. Out of no, I mean, it really, literally, came out of nowhere. But I have to say, so proud of her because she had a story to tell. She really did, and she hasn't told it. And all how many years? It's been nine a, years. Nine years, nine years since she and Nas divorced. Eight or nine years. Eight I'm or sorry. nine years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she they had a very volatile relationship, and I think we all sort of assumed. And you know they had that rocky custody battle, that rocky divorce. It was messy, and we felt like there was really trouble there. But she never spoke on it. Nope. And she decided, I think, really that she wasn't going to live in a place of fear. She's moved on. She's married. She had another baby. She has. She's living on a farm. Okay. She's like a, cook, a, a chef now. Yes. Like she's got. She's goals. Her life is goals right now. Mm-hmm. Night's older. Their yep. son together. Night is older. And she was like, you know what? No, I'm going to set yeah. the record straight. Yeah. You know. She said she woke up. I'm sorry. She said she woke up that morning, and I don't know what she didn't say what was happening in their ongoing sort of. Issues. Oh, the custody. Mm-hmm. But she was like, fuck it. I'm just going to talk. Fuck it. It's like, been eight years of not saying anything. And she was just like, I'm just going to say it. She just said everything. She said everything. It's an hour and 45 minutes. Commitment. I mean, it, I got it. I haven't in. watched it all. It's funny when everyone was talking about it, um, you know, one of your group chats and uh, one of mine, I was, they were like, oh, my God, are you talking about this? And one of my friends was a diehard Nas fan but she's also a fact checker in her daytime job mm. and she was like listen if he doesn't respond in 24 hours that means this shit's true yeah. yeah and has he made a comment I mean I know he did something on Instagram did, but it was like it was a week passive aggressive yeah. yeah like it was just a photo of him with his son because okay y'all we'll break it down real quick the some of the the notes allegations the allegations yeah. and we have to say allegedly reportedly but 
I mean, because it is allegedly reported. But I also feel like when a woman is telling her truth and she's saying, I lived it, this happened to me. I mean, it doesn't get much more factual to mm-hmm. me than mm-hmm. that. But anyway, she said that they had an abusive, you know, it was domestic relation. There was a lot of domestic violence on both sides. She said he would hit her. She, she would, would hit, hit him back. Him back. Yep. Yeah. You know, a lot of women understand that, can relate to that, have experienced that. Um, and she said they were both guilty of being very young yeah. and very angry. And I guess when they was when it was good, it was good. Especially, she said, especially when the money was coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were wow. living it up, which, you know, you're young, you're that famous. She's 22. You have that passion. We forget how young they were, yeah. you know? And then people also put their relationship on a platform. Up on a oh, platform. no, they yeah. They loved it when Nazi the, was Their wedding, the, the, what was oh, it, like a pink dress, or a green, green, green. Yeah. yeah. They, we were here for it. We called them, we wanted them to be our first couple of hip hop and R&B. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that was beautiful. We really did. And they, they were living that life and then things went terribly wrong and they didn't know how, to, they, she was saying they didn't know how to communicate. They yeah. didn't get the help they needed. Yeah. And they just, it just got really bad. Yeah. And wow. then moving past that, she even goes on to say that she doesn't feel like he's a good co-parent. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. No, she had many examples of him not being mm-hmm. a very good co-parent. And it was, it was, it w- it made you sad. But if any of you has a girlfriend who's, who's, baby daddy is not a good co-parent you are gonna watch it and be like mm-hmm. oh yeah that sounds familiar yeah that sounds yeah. really mm-hmm. familiar so yeah i believe Clarice, and i'm really saddened by how many women um i've been reading the social media comments that are like she's lying why did she wait so long you know she should just shut up someone says shut the f up and it's like that's why women don't tell their stories yeah. exactly because people have that re- and it's other black women like if another black woman is telling you this is what i went through what has she got to gain it's been eight years exactly. and mm-hmm. there's nothing to gain except I don't know. There's nothing to gain. And how much are you hurting, sis, that you have to hurt her in this yeah. way by accusing her truth of being a lie? Yeah. Like, you know, like, continue to say hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And when I see that, I'm just like, is it because that's your story, too? Yeah. And yeah. you yeah. haven't told yours? Yeah. So you don't want her to tell hers? I was at um, Tribeca Film Festival this weekend, and there was a panel for Time's Up. Mm-hmm. And there was a poet there. Um, I think her name is Robin Moore. Maybe not. I'll find that out later she said something eloquent in that she said people never really find closure mm-hmm. it's just a matter of what they can deal with and I'm wondering with Khalees when people just to the point of people saying why now maybe it's just like this is something she's gonna always have to deal with always. because she, till night 18. is still there yeah. and even come on Yolanda you know our parent like that's gonna go on until they're 30 and stuff she is she's bonded to Nas for life because yeah. of their son. She's always going to have to deal with that. And maybe every time she sees Nas, she remembers him hitting the shit out of her or whatever it was mm-hmm. allegedly reporting that happened. But, you know, yeah. doesn't and matter how long it takes her to tell it, you know. And, you yeah. know, we're journalists and I know that we can also be guilty of this because it's our job. But I don't think people have ever stopped asking her about it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't let it go. Yeah, because who fans. was this journalist? It was kind of random, right? Yeah, it really was. Love and hip hop. Ah, okay. I guess I think they're friends. Got but it. But also, you know, there were so many hurtful parts. Mm-hmm. But one that really stood out to me was when she said she won't tell Knight, or she used to not tell Knight when his dad was coming because she got tired of him waiting and waiting and waiting, and dad wouldn't show up. And you know, I had one Ooh. of those dads. Oh so God. I was like, I was triggered. Like, I remember that you'd wait and wait and wait and daddy would not show up. So she tries, she tries to protect him and just not tell him when daddy's supposed to come. Girl. Girl, I know that. I'm just, uh, that's <sighs> like you said, so many women are yeah. like, right, right. You know, I know yeah. that feeling. Yeah. And then also a part that stuck out to me was when she was saying, remember Nas um, last year was dating Nikki. 
yes. Minaj. Mm-hmm. And she was like, come on, Nikki, like, get, like, I get want them to him. get back together <laughs> because she was saying he was better when, when he, he was, was with happy her. Yeah. with Nikki and he he was you know he behaved better yeah. i guess as a as a She's like, he's lonely please go right back and i know a lot of women who've talked to me about that who have exes who think that they're just bitter but secretly they're rooting for their next relationship because they share a child and they know that they're going to be better off when they're not bitter and hurt and mm-hmm. upset mm-hmm. and i thought that was really real that is i found that um, quote they said it was Robin Morgan she said there's no such thing as closure what there is is time and distance and then Toronto Burke countered her and said it's a journey like all of that is a journey wow. mm, that's yep. a word she was just talking about just healing in general so yeah. I just want to say ladies if you have been in a relationship that was emotionally or physically or even spiritually Girl. abusive okay you're not alone right nope. but also when you're ready to tell your story tell it yeah. And you can all it's never too late. Yeah. yeah. It's never too late and and not everyone will receive it well, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. I hope that people I hope there weren't women reading people bashing Khalees and thinking, Oh, see, that's see, why I can't say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't because that, that gives men the power. Yeah. That gives your abuser the power. Yeah. And we don't want that. No. We stand with you, Khalees. Stand hey, with girl. you. Mm-hmm. We gotta get her Khalees on the podcast. I know. We I know. really we really need to talk to her. We're gonna DM her. I wanna do it do it at her farm. Okay. Okay. Road trip. Us, she can cook us lunch. Yes. Organics. And yes. Oh, in California. And that'll be a true <laughs> self care moment. Yes. All around. We need it. I want her hair color tips. That's mm. just me personally, but I love it. Okay. And I hope Knight's there. I wanna meet him. Yay. I love the kids. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Are you ready for Auntie V. She's yes. going to hate that we call her that. Ooh, but yeah, she's wait. so fabulous. When you say but auntie, that's a fabulous woman. To me, it's fabulous. Fabulous and Vanessa. And she is fabulous. Vanessa, Vanessa. Bell Calloway. Forgive us. And we're here with an icon. Black oh, Hollywood royalty. Okay, first of all, you could never look old. (laughs) I'm like, you are, you, I need the fountain of youth direction. Oh my goodness. Wait, do you still live in Baldwin Hills? I have this whole idea of what your life is. Grab your mic. We're rolling. Yeah, that's good. I I got right into it. I know. (laughs) I live in Ladera Heights. Oh, which is kind of not far from Baldwin Hills. My in laws live in Baldwin Hills. Oh, because I remember seeing on the show. They, they you and your daughter. My, they would be at my in-laws' home. They pimped us a couple of times, and they shot like pool parties and stuff there. Right, which we were fine with because it was anything for my daughter. You know, right? Yeah, they're so spoiled. But got yeah. it. Because Yolanda and I recently we were in L.A. for Black Women in Hollywood, of course, every year, and we were doing the whole like her friend took us around L.A. Right, it was showing yeah, us yeah. all the neighborhoods. I love. Did you see Ladera? We saw Ladera, Baldwin Hills. He Ladera. gave us the whole. Like, I love Ladera because I'm literally seven minutes from the airport. Oh, he gave us like it. a. This is where all the black people are. Yeah. In LA. It's like our, it's like our black Beverly Hills, and really, uh, the thing that is very interesting to me is like where I live in Ladera. If you go to the lower flats of Beverly Hills, same exact homes, really, same exact square footage layouts, the bottom of the hill, not up the top hill where Cookie where? Irvin, of course, and Pauletta Dizel, and <laughs> that's Tanya, that's and Sam live. Okay, got she's it. She's at the pass. <laughs> Those are her friends. Okay, yeah. right. Not up to their houses, but on your way up to their, the top of the hill, up to like the lower flats. Of uh-huh. Same square footage, same homes. I love wow. it. But we don't pay those Beverly Hills taxes. That's why we have such a huge surge of um, 
uh, gentrification going on in uh. LA. All the white folks is moving down to different areas south, areas that they would not have been caught dead in Crenshaw. We own a business in Lamert Park. Have you ever seen Lamert Park? Yeah, we did. We We own a whole block. Wow. On um, 43rd Street. Okay. And we have a facility called the Regency West, which I'm very proud of because my father-in-law was smart enough to buy the block 40-something years ago. Wow. So we own this whole block. And when I tell you, you know, we love Lamert Park because it's very cultural. You like people come there. There's festivals there. You come there, like if you're looking for some Afrocentric wear or Eswan Books is there. So it's very cultural. We love it. Wife, you would never see white folks over there. They are moving into wow. Lamert Park, honey. It's cute. Crenshaw. It's, it's, what we saw was yeah, cute. We were like, oh, we could do that. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. the, all the, and those little homes over those, there? Yeah, it was really cute. Some of them are going for like almost a million dollars now. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. But before we go all I in know, on how much we, we love LA, that's how excited we were. <laughs> we have to give you our proper yes girl introduction. Oh, my God. Charlie, who do we have today? Vanessa motherfucking Bell Calloway. Oh, okay. Was okay. That's what we do. Is that my motherfucking Bell Okay, like when the that. icons come I in the like house, that. we give them oh, the grace. Okay, my God. what I'll an icon! One. I mean, I don't even know where to start, Yolanda. Oh my God. You've done so much, so much, and I know your career. I mean, I was looking at your IMDb. Nineteen sixty-five. You did something on television. It was like Days mm. of Our Lives or something. Not sixty-five. Eighty-five. 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 Sixty-five. I was like, you are a baby. Yeah. It was like, Days of Our Lives and all my I was in Cleveland. I know. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. Let's playing see. outside. Yeah, playing. <laughs> you know. I'm sorry. Only Beating right. up people. I used days to fight of our a lives. lot. I'd probably, I mean, I did Days of Our Lives after all my children. And wow. that sounds about right because I got to L.A. Um, I met, that's right around the time I met my husband. Yes. Eight, man, where did I meet him? 80s. I think I got to LA 85, 86. So, because yeah. I did Days of Our Lives uh, right when I got to um, LA. LA. Yeah, because that's a right. That's a yeah. LA soap. Yeah. Like that was one of the first things I got right because I had done all my children the first time I did all my children because you know, I did it twice. Yes, yeah. I came back. Yeah, so that sounds about right. And, and many then, people don't know that you are you are a trained dancer. Trained dancer with Alvin Ailey. I dan- I studied at Alvin Ailey extensively wow. for quite some time nice. and other places, but I did company work with small companies in um, L- in the New York area. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I started doing Broadway. Yeah. Dream girls. And if we didn't know about the dancing, we knew from that viral video of you and your daughter. Are you kidding? I watched that video like 50 times. Let me tell you, you have no idea. (laughs) Everything. I mean, I see it and I still cry. That has been my dream since they were little. The first thing I did when they came out, you know, you got you know, you've had babies. (laughs) I said, oh my God, they cannot get my husband's and my mother-in-law's legs. <laughs> <laughs> Love them both dearly. Oh my but God. I'm like, they cannot get their legs. I swear to God. You prayed they, over it. They're like, like no, they're like, you know, you have the baby, then you kind of fall asleep. And it's like, bring the baby back to me in a minute. Let me get some sleep. You remember that? Yes. Lisa, that was me. I was like, oh yeah, she's cute. I'll meet her later. <laughs> I just, let me go back. I, both of, I know both of them. I was like, she's cute. I'll meet her later. I need a nap. So they bring the baby back to me. And the first thing I do is, Take that little cover off. No, you didn't. That little chubby leg. I swear to God. I take that cover off and I take that little chubby leg and I, I pulled it out and then I took that foot. I said, whew. And I could tell by the shape. I said, whew, they got my legs. And don't ask me how I can I tell. I love it. Just that was right the first there. thing I did oh to check them legs and then I did the flexibility of the little feet and I pointed the little feet. I said, they going to be good. They, they should be, be dancers. Dance. They should be dancers. No, like me. Because, and I, I knew that they were going to dance. So at one point, my oldest daughter, 
She's about eight years old now, mm-hmm. but they both started dancing at two. Nice. She's about eight years old now, and all her friends are starting to do basketball. And she comes home, and she's like, I mean, I want to play basketball. I said, no, honey, we're not going to do basketball. <laughs> we're going to dance, <laughs> and you're going to thank me later for it. Mm-hmm. And do you know, years later, she yeah. thanked me? Yeah. Really? She really did when she yeah. got older, because what I explained to them later on is like, whatever you do when you're going to puberty, that's what your body's going to look like. You want to be a gymnast? You're going to get the big shoulders. You want to swim? The big back? Yeah. Basketball? By the time, and you don't have nobody emailing me. <laughs> I just don't want my... Don't, okay. no, don't emailing me. <laughs> but I just really noticed that it starts off cute when they're little girls, but then they get kind of dudish yeah. by high school. Yeah. The whole posture changes. <laughs> the whole, you know, that whole... I, I didn't want that for my... That's just me. I didn't yeah. want that for my daughters. Yeah. I wanted them to dance because I knew that would elongate their muscles their stance would be different their legs would be gorgeous their bodies would be gorgeous and the dance would demand them to take care of their bodies as they become women with children mm-hmm. it's kind of like you i have to work out yeah i have no other I, I, my body makes me that's why i work out i mean i i have to move yeah. because i've danced all my life so she thanked me later on in life for Making her dance because their bodies are gorgeous. How much are you moving yeah, each week? Like, like, can I get are... the can I get the schedule? Like, are you waking up out. dancing out of the bed? You know, I work out. I try to work. out. You know, if I'm not traveling, I get a good four days in wow. out of the week. Look at us. Wow. Yeah, if I'm not traveling, <laughs> that explains everything. I do a variety of things. You know, I do a variety of things. I like to cycle. I love TRX. That's the new thing I've been doing for the last year. I love TRX. Um, and then I, I like there's some. Culver City stairs we have. I hike. I do stairs. You know, I, sometimes I'll just take a brisk walk by the beach. Yeah. You know, so I just move. Because yeah. body goals. Yeah. Just move. She At this point in my life, goals. I just move, honey. Look, I mean. <laughs> I mean. Legs, we saw that video, everything. and I was like, okay, I need to, whenever I'm even as about Calloway, I'm going to be like, well, what is the secret? Oh. And that was, that was a. Uh, Two months, be- three months before my 60th birthday. I remember. Wow. I shot that in December and I turned 60 in March last oh year. 60 going on 35. Wow. Yeah. I don't no. even understand. Well, you know, you just got to. I know black doesn't crack, but a few of y'all, it's like next level. Yeah. You just got to make goals for yourself. You know, and like you, you women are beautiful, right? Thank you. No, you are. You're beautiful sisters. So in your mind right now, you got to say, when I am dot, 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 this is where I want to be. True. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, but you can't do that three months before that time span. Yeah. You've got to start doing it now. So, unfortunately, that means you got to do things you don't want to do. Like yeah. last night, I had a piece of pizza. Oh my God, I enjoyed it. But I don't eat pizza. I don't eat cheese. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. now and again, I'll do that. Yeah. But my body dictates I can't do all that stuff anymore. Yeah. I've had to like give up things that I don't want to. And it's not because I don't like it, it's just because it needs to go. Yeah. I get it. I, I get it. it. But we are here today because you are in Saints and Sinners. Yes, which is I am. coming back. Uh, is back. Um, third season. Yes. Third season as Lady Ella Johnson. Yes. Um, Crazy <laughs> Lady Ella Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> she got issues. <laughs> you we, we need to lay hands on her and pray. <laughs> yeah. But before we even get to Saints and Sinners, we have seen you in so many iconic roles from Imani Easy on on uh, Coming to America with mm. the body. That was body. That that was one that if not the most iconic, most really, memorable scene in that movie. We seriously. all everyone knows the that hair, thing. the everything. Uh-huh. And then from I, I never even know. I think her name was Jackie, and what's love got to do with it? Oh yes, Jackie. it was Jackie. Nam yo honro Nam yo roll crazy. Yeah, okay. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Nam yo. Oh, I actually had. I went to a to 
uh, you know, to a Buddhist. Yes. Uh, what, I'm sorry, what do they call it? The, the, church, the temple. church. Uh-huh. Temple, thank you. I actually went and studied, you know, because I wanted to make sure I was representing someone's oh, religion nice. fairly. Nice. That was important to me. I didn't want to just, like, you know, mock it. Yeah. So I actually went and studied it. Yeah. yeah. And you've done so much more work uh, since then. But also, you know, when you look back, so every, things that are so iconic to our culture mm. as black folks universally, I don't yes. even think globally, I don't even think it's just an American thing. Wh- when you look back, what do you think? When you see the work, the body of work, what do you think? That I've been so blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that what it constantly reminds me of is always do things for the right reasons. You don't take a part because you go like, oh, this is going to get me this, that. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You do it because you're connected, you're blessed, you feel, you know, you're, you're in that space and time and you, and you feel that's where you're supposed to be. And I look, everything I've done, and sometimes it's just a good job that's thrown your way. And you're like, hey, I'm going to take this job and <laughs> or the money's good. Right. But I do it for the right reasons. And then you're blessed twofold. You know, it, it's either, if you would have told me that, What's love got to do with it? Inkwell and coming to America were going to be like huge, uh, like movies that literally have people like for the culture. Generation. Generation, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Generations watch, you know, cults almost. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have believed that. Yeah. But I did it for the right reasons. So it just reminds me to stay focused and and real and true in my journey. Yeah. What, what means to me, what I'm connected with. And either it works or it doesn't. Yeah. But I've done it for the right reasons. And it really is part of the culture. I mean, we, my husband and I always laugh. Like, that's the Coming to America is one of those movies when it comes on cable, which is always whatever on. Mm-hmm. Always on. Whatever you're doing, it's whatever errands on. you it's have. All, right. Sorry. <laughs> Give me two hours. Yeah. Like, you and you don't, and you watch it. And I get these little checks now that are like for $5. <laughs> and, you know. But, honey, I save it because you add them up. You, you never, can get you a yes. few dollars. You never know. Because you know. get a check every time it airs, right? Yeah, that syndication is real. Check, you get checks. Wow. I can see a little, what's love got to do with the <laughs> Which I watch also when that yeah. comes on. Yes. I'm, I'm watching it whenever yeah. you see it. So you know when it's on because those little, the well, I, I, drops. Yeah, I'll say, oh, this has been on, you know. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the, the, the news that they, there's a remake? I think that is the best timing ever. They've always, you know, been talking about a remake for years. But, you know, it just wasn't the right time, I guess. With the success of Black Panther, Mm -hmm. and now we see that we do have selling power in different countries, and people are interested in our lives, as Mm -hmm. we've always believed, because we know we're very interesting people. We have a very interesting culture. We've always believed that. We've always had to fight, you know, for to be seen and heard. So I think the timing is couldn't be better. I think that they would be making a huge mistake by not capitalizing on this and bringing what's love. I mean, um, coming to America back. Nice. I'm here nice. for all of the remakes. We had so this nice. debate. And if I'm not in it, I'm going to throw myself on Eddie Murphy's doorstep and scream and kick and holler. <laughs> I hear Kenya, um, Kenya Barris, Barris uh-huh. is supposedly writing, I'm going to find him too. <laughs> like, I, might look. Be, I might be on 11 o'clock news. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it's only natural that you be a part of that. I, you know, I think so. You know? But you just, you can't assume. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, um, Saints and Sinners on Bounce TV is also, it tells the story of a, a very, there's a lot of conflict. Um, oh, is a that small, a lot of conflict? <laughs> you think so? A little bit. A little you, bit. A lot of drama. Dra- a lot of drama, you think Baptist so? Baptist church in Georgia. The church uh, that we never go to. <laughs> no. <laughs> the like, church is the backdrop. 
How many scenes are actually in the girl? We shot the first season a couple of times. I don't, oh, actually, this season we in church. Okay, finally <laughs> it's in church. Finally, bit. but some st- can I say shit? Yeah. But some shit happened in church, girl. <laughs> wait till you wait till you see what goes down in church. I love a good truth and it, and it ain't the, it ain't the sermon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is a sermon going on, mm. I don't want to no spoiler alerts, but woo. You are the perfect person to play Lady Ella Johnson, though. Yeah, because I understand. I sympathize with her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Tell me about what, what about her did you, were you attracted to? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. The very first thing I was attracted to is the fact I got a phone call mm-hmm. to say, hey, do you want to do this role? Because it is so nice when somebody appreciates your talent. You don't have to prove yourself. I mean, I, I'll, I'll go to an audition for something I really want. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, if you don't know the things I can do, then... Sometimes it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So the fact that I got a call to, to it was an offer. And then, although this uh, show may not be on a huge network like ABC, I joined the ranks of Viola Davis and Carrie Washington and, and Gabby, you know, Gabrielle Union, because I'm a female, a black female that's the lead of a show. Mm-hmm. So that was very exciting for me, too. And then this character was so complicated. She had, she's got so many dimensions like I said, we got to put laid, she needs hands laid on her. <laughs> so that was fun because she's not boring. She's, men aren't, you know, dictating her life. She's running a city. She's running a family. She's running a church. She's dictating what happens in her life. Yeah. So it, it, it was every, then it shot in Atlanta, which I love. But so I had every reason to say yes and no reason to say no. Yeah. And she always looks flawless. Yeah, and then you get like, you know, get hair, get lashes all the time, and, <laughs> you know, little outfits. And it's interesting <laughs> to hear you say, you know, that you were happy that you didn't have to even begin to prove yourself again and just get that call. Because what black women have been doing in Hollywood, yeah. especially the last, what, two or three years, all the moments and everything that we are owning again and taking over, you shouldn't have to prove yourself ever. Yeah. Like those and calls and should just keep coming in. But sometimes you do. And like I said, I don't How do you mind. feel about that? Well, I mean, they should keep coming in, but sometimes you do have to go meet people. Because the one thing I understand is I'm not the only talented actress. Mm-hmm. There, I have some colleagues that are fabulous women mm-hmm. that I respect and, you know, are my friends and I like. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the only one that could do something. So sometimes we do have to go in because we have to meet people and you've got to see if the energy's right or if you're right for the part. So I get that. But when it, but there's there are a lot of things that I am offered, but there's a lot of things that I have to audition for right so when it happens you know it's always validation like okay they see it yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but mm-hmm. i'm not insulted when somebody does ask me to come in because yeah. i understand that process as well did you expect the the you know the the reception to saints and sinners was was good it was really really good you've got that, a really it's so good that like our first show honey was yeah. like a 1.3 million yes. people you know yes. we beat some cable networks out when yeah. we air on sunday nights nine o'clock yes. on TV. <laughs> but um we um we beat some cable stations out so i yeah because you like i said once again you don't you don't know yeah you don't know where things are going to go yeah. you don't know how people are going to respond but the thing that i learned that I did know one of the reasons that we do well is because 90% of black homes do not have cable. Really? Yeah, I, I learned 90%. Not like not like 90%. Wow. It's all, yeah. This is what Bounce TV educated me to. So, especially in the south, they have the antennas is you know cuz you can catch us on regular TV. Oh. And then I and know you can that. also catch us on like your the local cable stations. 
in most okay. cities. Okay. So. 90%. Yeah. I mean, a it is expensive. And a lot of people are like going away from cable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's true. So you could get an antenna or if you already have, you just watch us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, did you grow up in the church? I'm a Catholic, so uh, this is really this is very different. <laughs> also, I, visited, kind of I visited a lot of Baptist church. Obviously, it's not like I've never been, because yeah. uh, I, I I used to church hop a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't grow up like that. Grow- <laughs> it's so colorful. It's a, mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. good word. Mm-hmm. Good adjective. I grew up Baptist in the Baptist church, church so I'm going to say amen to that. <laughs> colorful is a great colorful. great way to put it. Yeah. Um, can we talk about? Okay, so I'm the also the love editor. Love, love. Oh team marriage, all of the good things. I remember we were watching season one of Black Love Doc. Oh. And look who was on there with hubby. Oh. Wait a minute. I love Cody and um, and uh, Cody Lane and uh, Tommy. Uh-huh. The and creators. I did it as a favor yeah. like over two years ago because oh. they know my daughter. They know some friends and they go, hey, we're doing this thing. We said, okay. They came up to the house. If I know that was going to be her own, I would have got my <laughs> hair did that day. Wait. I had to put on a little bit more makeup. We, we, we said the this same thought after we, we watched. Like, not and, about you, but and Chris, we. And women, Chris Spencer's wife, and us. She was like, "Hell, I know." And we all, oh, we were all like this because so, we thought we would just do it because they didn't sell it to own. Right, it was just their passion project. Their passion project. We said that because let me tell you, as women, right, we were looking and we were just like, like, "No, no, no, not like that." But all all of you are stunning. But you could tell that it was very casual. It was very like people came over to your home. Everybody was curled up in the couch, barefoot, relaxed, which we loved about it. But you could tell that we were like, "Wow, that was so um, so so real, real and organic." We (laughs) were like, "We wonder if it was filmed for TV, like, or if it was just more like a a raw doc." It was a raw doc. I love. That though, and it was I, but I would have got my hair done that day. It was <laughs> short, but you know, I, I you know, I was like, it was a little crunchy on the side here, just a little crunchy, Stop you know, because no, it was, it was, it was that. that day that you know, it was like a couple of days where you need to go, you know, how that in between, yeah, yeah. and it's like, okay, like tomorrow, maybe I should go get my hair done, you <laughs> but know, you don't, but or yeah, I was kind of, you know, it just come on, just you like, you try to stick it down, Look. you try to do that. And you take the flat iron and try to fix your own little bang. And do what you can. And then you, yeah. I do a little lash on, a little light makeup. Look, I was just distracted Child, by all of those like, um, gems you were dropping. I know. That was what we were distracted by. As well, someone, I'm glad. Because the first thing I was, like, I was like, oh, Lord Jesus, I would have did my hair if I knew this was going to be on all. That's so interesting. Oh, no, but we it was so good. Yeah, and as somebody, good. you know, in an active marriage who wants to make, you know, make it work and make it be long and lasting and healthy and happy. And knowing that that's my most important job right now, because we're not parents yet, just listening to all the things that you were saying. I know that there's another more important job coming, but right now it's my number one, but it it was great to see real couples in their homes, dropping raw gems and facts and just letting it all go and being honest. You know what I like about that series? And I shared this with, um, with Tommy and with Cody, um, the people that have come up to me, they've talked about, young people talked mm-hmm. about how this is renewing their f- mm-hmm. their belief, their mm-hmm. faith mm-hmm. in marriage. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the millenniums, they, they have a different way of dating and courting. And my as my daughters tell me, Mom, it's just not the same. My oldest mm-hmm. daughter, Mom, people, it's, we don't do that no more like y'all do. They think that we're like dinosaurs, my husband and I. And I begged it different with that. I think that when you have a connection to a person, you have a connection. And mm-hmm. if you get married, mm-hmm. you know, you should get married for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And you need to work on your marriage and your life. And I don't I don't care where you are in time. I don't I think those bare those basic um 
fundamental things don't change. Mm -hmm. But kids have been coming up to me talking about watching people like me and my husband, these other people, they're getting to the point like, you know what, maybe I can do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe all black relationships are a hot mess. Mm -hmm. Or they see, you know, people say, I love what you said. I'm like, honey, what did I say? <laughs> first, of all, first of all, no, it was two years ago. Right. No, I get it. And, you know, I, you, I don't know what they, what did I say? But, you know, they'll, they'll say, but they go like, oh, I, I see. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, you just got to be there for the right reasons. I'm really mm -hmm. glad that that's happening. And, and I'm, I'm recurring on this new show called Love Is. That's Mar Brock and Kill show. Yes. And it's kind it's of the same thing. Year, yeah. right? mm -hmm. And it's on own, but it's kind of the same thing. And I was telling Mara last week when I was working that I believe her show, because it's going to be a hit. It's mm -hmm. really a cute show. I, I think her show is going to do the same thing. It's going to renew people's faith nice. in love and marriage. And especially our people, our youth, black love, and black mm -hmm. marriage. And, you know, it's interesting because it's interesting to hear you say that because I do think this sort of like a tug and pull there because I see some of that. But also as a millennial myself, I see so many of us still wanting either what our parents had or what they didn't have. Mm -hmm. So, like, my parents didn't it, it didn't last. My husband's parents, they're still together celebrating 60 years. You know oh, what I mean? Uh, so yeah. he was the one driving the, like, we're going to do this. We're going to mm -hmm. get this. I want mm -hmm. this. When we were in our early 20s. You know, and we have friends that are like that. Mm. But so I feel like it's interesting when we talk about young millennials in love because I don't I'm not quite sure if it's that they're just telling themselves they don't want it. You know what I mean? Or if and they just secretly do and they need to see more shows. I think like they this secretly do. Yeah, I do too because I, think they I feel like do. I think they're afraid because they're it's the, the, the stakes are different and guys yeah. don't court girls anymore. No, and that's the thing. My they husband don't court, courted me. They don't court guys, they don't no, court I girls. I can tell your husband courted you. Yes, he did. <laughs> He still Mr. does. Anthony. Hello, he still does. He still does. I'm spoiled rotten. It shouldn't stop. It shouldn't I stop. Spoiled rotten. I can tell you're spoiled. And he is spoiled. No, rotten. I can tell. All I do rotten. is this. Emphasis. You sure? Oh, girl, I'm like, but honey, I'm babe. spoiled rotten. And Are I you going whatever to the I want. I love to say, Are you going to the kitchen? Are you, babe? No, see, that's the difference. He don't do nothing. I don't make him do nothing. He ain't oh. got to do nothing. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. He ain't got to do a damn thing, but yeah. get his ass up and go to work. <laughs> That's all I need him to do. Give me a lifestyle. Okay. Oh, I love That's it. That's what I and, need. Because he, he wakes and puts people to sleep for a living. Aww. He needs to be rested and, and he needs to be focused. I love yeah. that. So he don't do nothing. Never did even when the kids were little. I love that. I love that you, uh, you're you about to celebrate or you just 30, celebrate 30, 30 years. 30 September 3rd. 1988. Congratulations. 1988. But also like that you, we don't see enough of women saying about their husbands. Right. I, just, I need I him to care about. He ain't got to wash the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't got to mm -hmm. take out the garbage. Yeah. You know, I got a housekeeper that helps me with that. Yeah. And if I didn't, I'd still figure it out. Yeah. Because his job is serious. He needs to rest and he needs to decompress, more importantly. Mm -hmm. So when he would be finished with work, he would come in. I'd be dealing with the kids, you know, dinner, whatever, the homework. He tried to help with homework for a minute. That was not successful. And I said, honey, <laughs> I, uh, why don't you go over to Fridays? You know, you like the Ladera, that little Friday. That was his office. I said, why don't you go to Fridays and meet a friend or something? That was, that I got was this. A, I said, I got it. Yeah. And guess what? They Whatever so they don't know, I'm going to get a tutor. You, you just go. Please, please. Matter of fact, please leave. Yeah. You know, so he needs to decompress. So he would come in, kiss me, and we talk. So he grabs something to eat or, you know, he always got to have food. He's Mikey. He needs food. So he would eat a little bit or come home, maybe eat some more, whatever. And then he goes out. He's got a, yeah. he's not a couch potato. Yeah. My husband has, he can't sit still. Yeah. So you always got to know who you're married to. 
So he got to leave. He going to come home, change his clothes. He mm-hmm. got to go. Mm-hmm. He is not going to sit up there with me and them kids. He's not going to sit down and watch TV with me. <laughs> in the nightly news, he's not going to do that. And then we have another business. Mm-hmm. So he always had other things to do. Hey, honey, how you doing? Okay. You going? Yeah, I'll be back. Okay, bye. Boom. Dinner's here. If you want to eat now, you eat later. Okay. And then I finished my evening with the girls or whatever I got to do. And then he come back home early. We talk a little bit. and He's probably grabbing a little steak. Then he goes to bed. Clock goes off at 4.30, 5 o'clock. He's up. Early. So he ain't got to do shit. But get his ass up and go to work. I love it. (laughs) And I really believe every marriage is customizable. Every marriage is customizable. And you have to decide what What it looks like for you and what it needs to be for you and your spouse. Yeah. Can I say and you two are friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so it's so evident and yes. beautiful to watch. And that's the thing. We were sitting up. Oh, we had so much fun watching um, um, Beyonce watching YouTube. You stayed uh, up? YouTube. Yes. Yes, Coachella. We Coachella. <laughs> we, had some, we were at a, 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 a friend's play. Yeah. So we had Coachella on the radio coming home. And we ran in and got on the bed. We got in that bed. We had so much fun. <laughs> we laughed and hollered. and jo- We had so much fun watching that. But we, we still like each other. When our kids left the home, because we've been empty nesters for a while now. So when our kids left, we didn't look at each other like, oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, we, we just got a new routine yeah. and kept it moving. I love it. Matter of fact, I love being an empty nester. <laughs> I can tell. People I can go like, good oh, about I, it. I said, <laughs> you raise your kids to go into the world. Mm-hmm. They don't belong to you. They belong to the world. Yeah. And if you raise them right, they're supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. At 18, I was ready for them heifers to go. Yeah. <laughs> I ran to Spelman, baby. I got them rooms together so quick. I was Spelman running. Spelman, both of them. Both of my girls are your Same. Spelman sister. Oh. I was running out of that, out of, of what were they at the LCC? That was, LLC LLC. I was one. running out of that dorm, <laughs> running off campus. You hear me? Let and me tell you, do you know how they had the um, the initiation where, you know, you, the parents stayed? Right. My dad didn't even stay for that. He was like, great, here are your boxes. No, we stayed. You got this? But we were ready. <laughs> My first daughter, especially, we stayed, right? And I'm literally, especially her, I was running to get away from Ash. <laughs> That's my that's my child. That's difficult. She was very hard to raise. No, literally, I was like running. We were like, because we had dinner plans. We we're like, all right, we gone. Bye. And somebody stopped. No, we were meeting friends for dinner. Somebody stopped us and said, but wait a minute, aren't you going to the Cosby building for some of us? We stopped. We said, no, mm-hmm. we're not going. To, we didn't mm-hmm. go to any of the meetings. Mm-hmm. I said, no, we're not that's going. I said, we're going to dinner. We know where she is. She needs to figure that out. <laughs> She's fine. That's what my dad's point was. He's She's like, you got this. You, you can figure this. this out. I said, she, I said we know where she, she's, we know where she is. She's at Spelman. She's, she's good. really good. She's good to go. She needs to figure that out. And I told them both, I said, you will not come home before Thanksgiving. So have fun. <laughs> Text me. Yeah. No, no. I remember my I dad was no, like, if you want to study abroad for the summer, please do. Go ahead. Go do what you need to do. Like, it was always a sense of, like, please. Because you got, by, by 18, it's time for y'all to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And you got to teach kids how to be independent and grow up. And I, I love being an empty nest now because now I get to wake up being my husband. Whatever we want to do. We do. We do. Or if we want to do things simple, like, honey, I'm going out of time. I'm going to work. I would not have been doing Saints and Sinners being gone if three months out of the If they were kids. Were younger. Right. Right. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't take those jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't leave my kids for three months at a time. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, because my husband, because of our businesses, he would have to go sometime, like, to Brazil. Because we had, used to have a business in Brazil and back and forth. And he would say, come on, guys, honey, we both can't be gone. Because he would always go, it was in September. School yeah. just started. I said, honey, we both can't be gone for 10 days. Yeah, that's right. a lot. Right. And then okay. February, when school started, I said, Tony, yeah. both of us can't go, sweetie. Yeah. 
we got like tests coming up. This is going into midterms, and and they looking up there, picking their nose, <laughs> looking at the book. <laughs> my parents, you know, don't they don't know. They ass from a hole in the ground. I never forget one time I was going to. I had been waiting all December for this big party. Uh, it was the um, uh, the Ebony used to do this big party at Christmas time. Nice in, in LA. LA. In uh-huh. LA, and I was like, they do the Ebony One Hundred now, but this was they replaced it with that. But this was like. The, well, like a great party and I had been waiting for this party I was so excited I got dressed and my little one was in about the 5th grade and she had a big test the next day and I get dressed and we walking out and I see her sitting at the table like this <laughs> because you know you have to teach kids how to study mm-hmm. and kids that age even in the 4th and 5th grade they don't know how to study right. they go over the stuff that they think they should do yeah right and i stopped as it was like and i looked at her and i said oh fuck Damn. and tony looked at me i said honey i'm sorry i can't he said i understand and i went back took off my makeup got out my clothes put on my sweats and sat down and said come on baby let's do this that's, that's beautiful. So sweet that's beautiful. i had no choice that's such a sweet that's beautiful. i used to read the book she would read so to make sure to that keep up to, so I knew what she needed to know, so I would study with her. You know, you, and each child is different. I needed to do that for her, Yeah. you know. Yeah. But I looked at her trying to, and it was history. Love and it. she had the history book out. She was like this. You could see the look on her face like, okay, see you later, Mommy. You know, <laughs> so she didn't even say nothing. Cause she she was, was overwhelmed. She's a, she's, a, mom, she's a tough cookie, yeah. this one. But I, I, I looked at her, and I was like, she don't know. Priorities. I wanted to go to this party so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Basie. speaking of parties, um, I know in my head, you, Miss Tina Lawson, uh, Pauletta, all the crew mm-hmm. are hanging out in L.A. Am I am I wrong? Or am well, I no, wrong? I have some really great, fun girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, you know, and a lot of things connect us. Like we all went on this fabulous trip to Earth, took us I off saw for the twenty fifth wedding anniversary. It's and then we get together, right? we have lunch. That was iconic. Yeah. And, and the thing about me is I have like my my girlfriends that my kids grew up with their kids. My We met because our kids were at school. You know, you, yeah. your, your mommy friends, mm-hmm. that my dance friends, like the dance moms. Nice. So I have a really great group of girlfriends like that. But then I have like my Hollywood girlfriends. Yeah. And the fun is when you mix them all together. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like some of my good friends, like I love Simone nice. Smith. Nice. That is, that cool that's day. my little sister. I love her to death. And her cousin Dina, and of course, you know, Tina, I adore. Yes. Tina's a newer friend of the last about four years, but she is such a good girlfriend. Nice. The thing I love about Tina is like, we would have been girlfriends had we like grew up in the same neighborhood yeah. or went to high school together. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like had we been in the high school together? Because we're, we're very close in age. Yeah. So she's just a couple years older than me, you know. Yeah. But we would have definitely been friends yeah. growing up in the neighborhood. And she's a good girlfriend. Yeah. You know, there for you. And, you know, so that's a friendship that I've really come to cherish over the last few years. And, of course, Star Jones is my best friend. And, you know, Leela of 30 years. And Leela Rashad is my baby sister. Yeah. I've known her since she was like 20. I mean, I'm a godmother of her daughter. And, her, you know, She's so beautiful. Yeah. She so, just I mean, celebrated so I, her anniversary as well. Yeah. And she just had a birthday the other day. Yeah. So I have a lot of really great girlfriends. Um, Kristen Bellamy's a good girlfriend of mine. Nice. You know, they, and they're all like my little sisters, you know. Yeah. Cause I don't hang around with no more old chicks. 
I tell everybody, I have enough old ass friends. I don't need any more. You're good. All my, I interview, you've got to be 40, you can't be over 45 to be my girl. Uh, Well, we're, well, I'm signing up. Sign me up. Yes, I know. (laughs) It was getting funny because now the lines are blurred. All my kids' girlfriends are becoming my girlfriends. That's how my mom was. cool mom. I call a friend, my girlfriend, I'm like, where where are you? She's like, I'm at your house. Let me tell you. With your mom. I'm I'm like, like, my my daughter's girl, my daughter's girlfriends. Both of my daughters have like friends that will call me. Hey, mama, can't see what you doing. How you doing? Let's have lunch. I'm every see. Okay, baby, come on. I have some, and my daughters don't even know that these girls called they me. Came over. Mm-hmm. We we at lunch. And it's a moment. It. It's a moment. So we appreciate oh you. We love I you so much. Appreciate you guys. Thank this was you so much. So much. Fun. Congratulations yes. on your podcast. Thank you. So and thank you for fun. stopping by. Well, thank you for having me. Come on yes. back anytime. Okay. Anytime. We'll see we'll you do. soon. All right. And good luck with Saints and Sinners. Yes, Saints and Sinners. Sundays, Sundays at 9 o'clock. Bounce, Bounce TV. TV. Get that antenna or go to your local. <laughs> se- or, and go to uh, brownsugar.com <laughs> to catch up on season one and season two. And if you miss any episodes this season, like the next day, Monday, you can catch it the next so get day. Your binge on. Get your binge on. Thank you, boo. <laughs> Thank you. Get your binge on. Thanks to our guest, the fabulous Vanessa Bell Calloway. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, yes Girl. Girl, such as our conversations with Letitia Wright, Yvonne Orji, Tiffany Haddish. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Thanks to our producer, Steven Silos, audio engineer, Chiquita Pascal, and music by Gold Standard Creative. See you next week. Bye.